Hey guys, it's Jay Cal, and as some of you may know, we didn't go live yesterday on Tuesday ahead of Carnyland presented by the National Wrestling Alliance on YouTube. Every Tuesday for the past six months, um, we've live streamed, I've live streamed to talk NWA. We call it the pre-party, but I'll be honest with you guys, I really didn't feel like partying. I really feel sad. I'm angry. I'm depressed. And I'll be perfectly honest with you. It saddens me that this country, that this planet, that people that I know and care about are dehumanized. People that I love and care about are not treated equally. People that I love and care about have been pushed to a point where they're just asking to not be killed in the street. Now, I don't care if this is the last video you watch of mine and hit that unsubscribe button. I really don't. I don't care if this is it for us. I have somewhat of a voice I have somewhat of a platform, and although I'm not mighty, I'm not big, I will tell you this, guys. Systematic racism in the United States of America has to stop. I don't care what, what side of the politics you're on, whether you're red or blue, whether you lean liberal or conservative, if you're a moderate, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, you're green, I don't care. But I do care about my brothers who are being killed in the street. I care, I, I care about my family who are being killed. Yeah. I have friends who are affected by this daily. I have people I consider family who are affected by this daily. And I can't stand idly by anymore while this is continuing to happen. Yesterday, the show was paused to give a voice to those who aren't being heard. And I will say that I stand with Black Lives Matter. And if that rubs you the wrong way, I'm really sorry. Not because you won't watch my shows, my podcasts, or streams, but because you don't see the equality, the inequality that's facing this world today. All men, all women should be treated equally. There should be equity in this country. It's not just about having the same opportunities. It's about making sure that, geez, guys, people are literally being killed. It's not just about George Floyd. It's not just about, it's about everything, guys. And I'm not going to be here trying to pretend to be something I'm not. I've never been the advocate for Black Lives Matter, but I am an ally, and I do stand with my brothers. And I've always said that I, I want the world to love indiscriminately. That's how I raise my kids. And I know the struggles that we all face on a day-to-day -day basis, but how many of us are, are dealing with those because of the color of our skin? That's the problem. So... 
We like to keep this show lighthearted. I like to have a good time on this show. But um, this is this is rough, guys. And I hope at some point that this country can recover. I hope at some point this world can recover. And we could start treating people not, not as, as, stop treating people as less than. For those who want to say all lives matter, you're right, they do. But right now, let's focus on those who need our help. Let's focus on the voices that are not being heard. Welcome to the pre-party. So let me be the first to say that I do think changes on the horizon. I think things are things are getting better, but we're still a long way away from where it should be. We talk about racial equality, and again, maybe I'm not the guy to do this. Maybe I'm not the guy that should be talking about this, but you, I feel like I have to do something. I mean, we could all talk about Ron Simmons winning the WCW World Heavyweight Championship in 1991 as a pivotal moment for a change. Guys, wrestling has been around since, well, forever. We know that the NWA has been around since 1948, and it took till 1991 for a major wrestling promotion to crown a black man, an African-American, Ron Simmons, as World's Heavyweight Champion. Now, maybe... Maybe you could say the talent level wasn't there. Maybe Rocky Johnson, maybe Tony Atlas. Maybe they weren't your cup of tea. Maybe Junkyard Dog. Maybe Iceman Chris Parsons. Maybe these guys didn't float your boat. But it boggles my mind that it took till 1991 before there was a world heavyweight champion uh, that was a black man. You know, we're only, what, 20 years removed from the Attitude Era of the WWF, where DX wore blackface. Now, I know times have changed a lot in 20 years, and I know things have rapidly moved, but was that ever okay? And I know these guys uh, regret doing it. I don't... I'd like to think that Triple H isn't a racist. Sean Waltman is standing with Black Lives Matter. I'd like to think that these guys have learned something. um, And I hope they have. You know, we can look at the world of professional wrestling. And of course, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, uh, he is. He's half African-American. He's half Polynesian, right? I mean, Samoan. I, I... I hope I'm using the right terminology because the last thing I want to do is offend. But I really feel I really feel like there have been guys who have been very talented who never were able to grab that ring. 
you know, we had uh, last year Kofi Kingston winning the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And look at the video, guys. Look how much it meant to the guys like our recently deceased Chad Gaspard, MVP. Look what it meant to those guys. And, you know, our own NWA isn't above reproach. The only NWA world champion that was was a black man, was an African-American, was Ron the Truth Killings. Now, let's be honest. Since then, a lot has changed. I mean, you look at Impact Wrestling, and one of the things I think they do right is they've always pushed the, the top talent. Well, maybe not always, but you, I don't feel like there's ever been somebody held back because of their color. And I'm not saying that that's happening now. I hope you guys understand that. I don't think the NWA is holding anyone back. I mean, they had very big plans for Willie Mack. He was the NWA national champion. And I know I know there were much, much bigger plans for Willie Mack, unfortunately, with issues with contracts and all kinds of other stipulations. You know, they lost Willie Mack, but they had high, high hopes for him. I guess what I'm trying to say with all of this, guys, is that we can be better. As wrestling fans, we can be better. Um, like I said, maybe I'm not the right guy to be talking about this. Um, but I do celebrate our champions in wrestling. I, I celebrate our heroes. I celebrate the men and women who are diverse. And speaking of diversity, I almost forgot about Jazz, who was the second, the only second women's world champion who was African-American. And she held that title proudly, guys. She was something else. And again, I think there were plans for her too that, you know, again, I don't blame the NWA. Things change. Things happen. And I never, I never, ever want a wrestler to be put in a position for the wrong reasons. I don't want them to promote a wrestler who isn't worthy to be a world champion. I mean, Ring of Honor has done an amazing job when they when they brought Jay Lethal in and, and, and allowed him to shine. And again, like I said, I might be the first. I'll be the first person to admit it. Maybe I'm not the person to talk about this. But when I look at this wall and I see all these NWA World Champions, it's my fault that I don't have a Ron Killings autograph. But I really think there is some valuable talent out there, and I hope that the world of wrestling will continue to be a place that is accepting of all creed, of all nationality, of all races, of all sexual orientation, of all people. And wrestling, for me, is always unified. Some of my best friends I've made is because of wrestling. And, uh, you know, I joke around that if you look at my friends, we're like a bag of Skittles, man, because we've got every... Every color of the rainbow. And I think that's... I think that's where the world needs to be, man. We just need to love one another. So I'm going to stop talking about this subject now. I hope you guys understand 
that if you're listening right now, I love you and I appreciate you. But I want to see a change. I want to see a change, guys. So let's do it. Let's be the ones that change. Support support what you like. Support what you love. But just get out there and support. Um, and one thing I, pr- I, I absolutely beg of you is stop the hate. Stop the hate. Stop it on social media. Stop it in your heart. Stop it in your day-to-day. Give me a second. So moving on into the world of professional wrestling, guys. I mean, things are changing rapidly. We still have the WWE promoting their live events from the Performance Center. AEW still holding events. Cody Rhodes is your TNT champion. What is a TNT champion? Uh, We've got Impact promoting live events. Uh, I don't know if they're promoting live events. I don't know if that's the right terminology. But they certainly are adding more people to their roster. Things are starting to move forward. Even my very own championship wrestling from Hollywood, and I say that not that I have ownership, but it's kind of where I do most of my work at. Um, championship wrestling from Hollywood is seemingly coming back to production. Um, I recently sat down with David Marquez, had an amazing interview with him. We talked about all things professional wrestling, not just limited to the National Wrestling Alliance. If you care about Southern California indie wrestling, it's definitely worth a watch. If you care about the NWA, of course it's worth a watch. If you if you want to know who tried to buy the NWA, certainly worth a watch. Some of the problems they had with TNA, again, I think this would be a, a very interesting watch for anybody. Um, I'm going to try to put a card right here so that you guys can check it out, but definitely make sure you watch that video. Um, They're planning to return to the Ocean View Pavilion, which is just north of Hollywood by a couple, an hour or so. Um, But that's a good sign, guys. It means wrestling is starting to come back. And I know that we're going to have some hiccups, guys. We're still dealing with a pandemic. So with everything else that's going on in the world, we're still dealing with a pandemic. And, uh, of course, there's murder hornets on the way and everything else, but wrestling still moves forward. And if you're a part of Carnyland, I think that's great and enjoy it. Um, I, I've, I've been watching along with you guys. I've been uh, digesting the, the product that the NWA is putting out, but I want a return of wrestling. And I know it, that it's only going to happen when it's safe, but uh, with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, they are able to control that environment. They are able to do shows without fans. And uh, I know if um, if Marquez is starting to get back to the, to the world of uh, promoting live events, I think maybe the NWA might not be far behind. And well, hey, maybe maybe the NWA might do an event in Hollywood, or I don't want to say Hollywood, in Port Wyneme, California. Maybe we could have a championship wrestling from Hollywood, or at the very least, an NWA power taping in Hollywood. Maybe even just a few matches. I know I'm jonesing for it, guys, but we have this beautiful 10 pounds of gold and Nick Aldis rapidly approaching 600 days as World Heavyweight Champion but haven't had a title defense in months. And I know it's not Nick Aldis' fault. I know it's not the NWA's fault. But, guys, I want wrestling. You know? Who's with me? Of course, I want the safety of the performers at... That, that's paramount, absolutely. But I want to see that 10 pounds of gold defended. You know, the momentum that the NWA had was so high, so high, 
and the win was taken from their sales. There hasn't been a live NWA wrestling event since January. January. January was approximately five years ago. And I, I'm being facetious, guys, but doesn't it feel like it? With so much has gone on, it, it, it feels like we're really living in another world. Where five years ago was January. I know it's not, guys. Don't don't send me messages. But I do want to say, I do want to encourage you guys to check out the content that's coming out from Carneyland. Uh, if you watch the sit-down that Nick Aldis had with with uh, Crimson and uh, I always want to call him Bram. Uh, just say Bram because right now I'm having a brain fart. Um, uh, Latimer, Thomas Latimer. Jeez, thank you, Thomas Latimer. If you sit down and listen to that, it's great, guys. It is great, and they give you stories about some of the uh, the dealings that they had to do uh, dealing with coming up as independent performers, independent wrestlers. Crimson kind of pulls back the curtain a little bit on some of the NWA territories that predate uh, Billy Corgan's involvement with the National Wrestling Alliance, and specifically talking about Mike Porter, Bill uh, Bill Prentice. And uh, just some fun stuff. I highly recommend it. Of course, I watched Eli Drake's first episode, his first podcast, and I thought that was terrific as well. Again, I highly recommend it. I still haven't watched Girl Power. If you guys, uh, you know, I'll be honest, the reason why I kind of didn't want to watch it is because of the heartbreak of a wrestler who chooses to end their life because of cyberbullying has been a lot for me to handle. We're all, we've all been guilty of being a little bit mean when we can be soft and nice. We've all been guilty of not saying the nicest things in the world on the internet. And I, I hope, I hope with her passing that the world can be a little bit different. I really hope that as fans of wrestling that we choose to to consider being positive it's not much different than what i was saying earlier guys i think i think this world needs a lot more love and a lot less hate and i think it's up to us to show the world compassion you know i i get it if if someone is a heel boo them absolutely but don't come online and and attack them and and belittle them I, i don't know man i I think these things should have been taught in elementary school. I think you guys should all know this. And I'm not saying any NWA fan is guilty of this. And, and this is more me just, gosh, I'm just, I'm just belly aching to people who might be willing to listen. Um, but yeah, I really hope, I really hope that there is a, a change coming. And um, I'm sorry I keep going back to it, guys. This was supposed to be a pre-party. But it really feels more like J. Cal's view. I'm kind of venting here, and you guys are listening to me, and I appreciate that. But I hope that we get back to pre-party next week. I hope we're having fun again. Because I don't like talking about this stuff, guys. This isn't supposed to be... This is all supposed to be fun. But I'll be honest, man. I've, I've been hanging my head a little bit lower than usual. I've been hugging my kids a whole lot tighter. Ultimately, what I hope for all wrestling fans is we can just get back to what we enjoy. So getting back to what I was saying before I went on that tangent is the NWA 
is certainly uh, one of the premier wrestling brands. I, I really feel that Billy Corgan, David Lagana, our world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis, the champion before Tim Storm, um, have really worked hard to elevate this brand. I really feel like what they have with NWA Power is something that should continue to grow. And I hope, and I hope, I hope, I hope that these offerings from the NWA don't stop because Power returns when it returns. I really hope we continue to get these segments, these videos. In fact, I think there's room for these still going forward on the show. I mean, imagine if you will, because the NWA isn't back to full capacity running shows. Imagine, if you will, a World's Heavyweight title match happening taped in Hollywood for use on NWA Power mixed in with some of Carneyland. It's just an idea. Um, I saw someone suggest today, and I thought it was kind of clever, that the why not film an episode of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood in Georgia and film an episode of NWA Power in Hollywood. And I think, I mean, that would make great for an April Fool's Day joke, right? Um, honestly, I think the shows should be working in a in harmony anyways. I really think that, uh, you know, that's the thing. There's so much great content from that from the past from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood that ties directly to the NWA and what they're doing now. Um, if you guys are just tuning into NWA in the last two years because of NWA power or because of the 10 pounds of gold, there is a wealth of video that you guys missed out on, a wealth of uh, really excellent storytelling. I mean, the very first episode of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood taped in Santa Ana, California, not Hollywood, was Colt Boom Boom Cabana defeating Pretty Peter Avalon, the biggest man in pro wrestling, in the very first match, in the very first segment of the then-NWA Hollywood programming. And when Cabana won the title, he declared his intentions, that guy right there, declared his intentions to challenge Scrap Iron Adam Pierce for that 10 pounds of gold. Guys, that story took us from, well, I mean, let's be honest, it started in Hollywood, or started in Santa Ana, took us to Hollywood where Colt Cabana won the title, and then there was, it, it kind of fell off the rails, but as the story continued to, to progress, Adam Pierce eventually wins that title back in a triple threat match with Blue Demon and some other guy that you probably haven't heard of, and Adam Pierce takes that title, right? And who does he end up feuding with in Glendale, California? None other than this guy. Colt Cabana. Sorry for you not able to watch if you're listening. Um, and Colt Cabana and Adam Pierce have this feud called the Seven Levels of Hate. And that match, the, that that title, those the, that feud literally traveled from coast to coast. Matches were happening in California, Oregon, Massachusetts. Uh, Minnesota, Kansas, Kansas, well, Metro Pro Wrestling, I'm not sure if that was Kansas or Missouri, but you get the point, the title was traveling, the title ended up going to Australia before ownership changed hands from the NWA, things got real muddy and murky, 
And you had Adam Pierce and Colt Cabana finishing that feud and leaving the 10 pounds of gold in that Australian ring before it went back to the new NWA ownership. Stories like that, man, that's what gets people connected to wrestling. Nick Aldis, Marty Skrull, they have the makings of a great feud. Crockett Cup 2019, all the way to Crockett Cup 2020, if that, if that happens. But what's next after that? What stories will we see next? That's what I'm excited about. You've got guys on the roster like Eli Drake. Eli Drake. I mean, he could be your next World's Heavyweight Champion. Let's be honest. What about guys like James Storm? He's had two chances. Maybe the third time will be his lucky charm. I don't know. You look at that roster and you see those guys uh, who could potentially be champion. What about Trevor Murdoch? Wouldn't he have a compelling story? The student of Harley Race, the guy who's been with the NWA for years, not just since NWA Power, guys. He goes back to NWA Hollywood with Dave Marquez. He goes back to World Legion Wrestling with David Marquez. Again, you should watch that video. You should watch that interview. Um, how great would it be for a guy who's been with this brand for so long to finally get his opportunity to hold the same title that his mentor hold? I mean, God damn. There's some good stories to be told. One of the things I did really enjoy about NWA Power that they did, that they ended on a high note, is we finally got that Jax, Dane, Tim Storm match. And I, I hope, I hope when NWA Power returns, we see more of that. Because I don't think I've seen Tim Storm look as good in a match since his match with uh, Nick Aldis. And I really think there's a, a compelling story right there. Jack Stane never got a rematch. Do you know how many opportunities Tim Storm had to take that title from Jax? It was more than once. It's more than twice. That feud was one of the hottest things that the Bruce Tharp era ever did. I mean, Bruce Tharp did three things right. Okay, he consolidated the NWA. No more members, no more votes, one person, one guy. That was smart because now you could control the brand a lot more easier than the NWA and its previous entities. The downside to that is you could control the NWA more so than its previous entities. There was no vote. There was no who's, who's going to make these decisions. And I think that's why you ended up with uh, some of the chaos that came early on. But ultimately, it solidified the NWA as one entity. It also gave way to rob the Iron Man Conway to take the 10 pounds of gold to New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you guys don't know the story about Rob Conway, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Let's turn back the hands of time a little bit. On the NWA showcase, he literally said to Dave Marquez that he was one day going to be a world's heavyweight champion. And sure as shit, guys, he won that title. And not only did he win that title, but he successfully defended that title, Wrestle Kingdom. He was in Japan. He was a last kaijin to hold the 10 pounds of gold in Japan. Of course, he lost the title to Satoshi, Satoshi? Satoshi Kojima, but he won it back. And then again, he lost it to Hiroshi Tenzin, but that was the last time the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship was in Japan. Well, in New Japan. And we talk about the success of pro wrestling and, and how Japan is kind of like this Wonderland, where you need to go to defend that 10 pounds of gold to make it relevant. Rob Conway did that. 
I, I know Rob Conway had a falling out with the uh, new ownership, and we probably will never see Rob Conway in, in an NWA ring again, but I don't think people should sleep on the accomplishments that Conway had while wrestling in Japan. And I definitely don't think that people should sleep on the accomplishments he had and what he provided for the NWA. But the third thing that I really enjoyed about the Tharp era, and it's hard for me to even say, guys, is Jack Stane and Tim Storm. Jack Stane and Tim Storm, briefly, their feud unified the North American and National Championship. Now, I, if you guys that don't know, back then that was a big deal. Jack Stane is really the Grand Slam champion of the NWA because he held the tag titles, he held the national title, he held the North American title, and of course he was a world's heavyweight champion. Held the tag titles with Rob Conway, by the way. Defended those titles in Japan, by the way. And Tim Storm, well, you guys know everything you need to know about Tim Storm. There's a reason why he still works with the NWA. He's... He's a great guy. Not only is he a great guy, but he's a tough competitor. And at 53 years of age, I mean, he's in better shape than most guys who are in their prime right now. So props to Tim Storm for carrying that legacy of the NWA to this new era. But again, Rob Conway um, and the... Well, I'm getting off pace there, but ultimately this feud between Jack Stane and Tim Storm meant so much to the NWA, and it kept the ball rolling, kept things interesting um, and as soon as that feud was over, as soon as Jack Stane kind of exited the National Wrestling Alliance back then, that's when things started slowing down. That's when the ball stopped rolling. That's when you got guys who probably should never have held a major NWA title did. And yeah, come at me. I don't care. Greg Anthony should have never been a national champion. Um, but I digress because... Ultimately, seeing this storyline revitalized in the NWA power era makes my heart happy. And I hope we see more of that. I would love to see Satoshi Kojima come back to the NWA and challenge Nick Aldis for that 10 pounds of gold. I'd love to see guys from the past come back and challenge. I would love to see I'd love to see Nick Aldis and Blue Demon Jr. wrestle in Mexico. I would love to see Nick Aldis challenge the great Muda challenge. I use that term incorrectly. I'd love to see the great Muda challenge Nick Aldis for that world's heavyweight champion. And I honestly don't care if it's in Japan or the United States. Just give me access. If it's in the U.S., I will probably fly to that show. If it's in Japan, I will order the pay-per-view. Hell, maybe I'll go. I don't know. But, um, you know, the, the sky's the limit with the NWA. The brand itself has still so much potential and yes some of the air has been taken from their from their wings uh, am i saying that right probably not they've been a little deflated because of this coronavirus and as many people should have it's affected not just businesses but people and this has been a terrible time and it's painful as a fan of the national wrestling alliance to see so much positivity kind of i don't want to say squandered because it's not their fault but it certainly is uh eliminated not eliminated it's a wrong word. It slowed things down. So, yeah, I, I really think that uh, they have to get the ball rolling. And I really uh, I really think they can. I think they will. I think Billy Corgan is a lot smarter than people think he is, especially when it comes to pro wrestling. And don't get me started on Dave Lagana. I respect the hell out of Dave Lagana. 
If you guys don't appreciate the work that he's put in for the National Wrestling Alliance, I don't know what to tell you. And again, as this this whole thing keeps on churning, you know, we're 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 building up to something. This is the part of the show where I wish you guys were here with me so I could start reading your comments. Now, you can still leave your comments. I'm going to read them, but I'm not responding live, obviously. And maybe, maybe if you guys leave comments here, I'll respond via Instagram, and we'll do a little, a little show on Instagram. I don't know. As you guys may or may not know, I've been uh, multi-streaming this show for the last few weeks where for a while there we were doing a live stream on Twitch. We were doing a live stream on YouTube. We were doing a live stream on uh, Instagram. We're going to focus mostly on face, uh, not Facebook. Nope. <laughs> We're mostly focused on the YouTube channel. Um, and maybe we'll put some content up on, on, uh, Instagram as well, because I know there is an audience there. And again, I appreciate you guys checking this out. Um, yeah, I miss you guys. Believe it or not, yesterday was hard. I didn't see my friends. And I do think of you guys as friends. I think of you as family. And I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all staying safe. Again, you can follow us at the Alliance Blog. And that's on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. And uh, if you like what you're seeing today, please hit that thumbs up and subscribe. And Sorry about that. Got distracted by a phone call. But again, guys, I just want to say thank you for your support. And if you choose not to support what this show has been about the last few years, few months, I understand. If uh, if you're if you're okay with my rant, if you agree with me, even better, guys. And um, I don't know. Just try to love each other a little bit more today than you did yesterday. That's gonna do it for me, guys. I'll see you at the matches, or more appropriately, I'll see you. Uh, See you next week. Take care.